Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is defense-sponsored World Resolutions conference call for the week of 4th July, one of the hottest weeks ever. And uh, we have a uh, special guest on the phone with my wife today, Lise McGovern, and she's the coordinator for REST, the REST program, REST and Reflection Education Skills Training. Uh, and Dennis, do you want to, you went through the REST training program. Do you want to talk a little bit about what you thought um, you got out of it and how it can be beneficial for wrestlers and teams? You know, I, I think the REST program makes you analyze. It, it, for me, I was able to analyze my wrestling matches, but see tendencies of my weaknesses and my strengths and how they relate to my life in general. So it was, it was pretty cool for me, opened my eyes in some ways that I never thought outside of wrestling is my behavior is the same, you know? So I think uh, the one thing it does is it, it makes you in touch with why you think certain ways, you know, why you react certain ways when something happens, you know, whether it's positive, positive or negative. So for me, the rest is just a good, good tool to get inside your athletes' minds and help them figure themselves out and help them figure out teammates, too. Mm-hmm. And you're head of Olympic, and uh, you've recommended that Ben Provisor, maybe he's more Olympic, use this, but obviously after Olympics. What's, uh, how do you think it would be helpful for, for Olympic athletes? Oh, you just see a lot of different things. I mean, eh, in any competition, you can become unraveled at any time, and if you learn how to deal with that and manage manage your emotions, I, I think you're going to be a better athlete, better person all around. Mm-hmm. Well, um, the reason I ask that is often overlooked aspect of even Olympic teams is, is the team aspect, and one of the things that I found with our team, and we just came from that rest camp, you were part of that, Dennis, is it actually also not only helps the athletes understand themselves, but the teammates understand each other and kind of help build a good good environment and team morale and culture around each other. So there's a little more understanding of the teammates. So talk about that just from the acclim- you know, acclimating standpoint. The team's got to, you know, come together. We've got our record coaches now on board. Um, talk a little bit about how that team can gel together and maybe the leadership that you see with the Olympic team on the Greco side of it. You know, I, I think the big thing is um, the big thing for me is uh, with with the guys on the team, you know, you got your natural leaders, guys that have been on past world teams and Olympic teams. Um, you got to get these guys to help the young guys, you know, because they have no clue what they're about to do or about how they're going to feel when they get to the Olympics. So I, for me, I think having the older guys help the younger guys, but having the younger guys help the older guys stay relaxed. I think right. it works both ways. I think if 
if those guys go over there as a team and, and watching each other's backs and, you know, keeping the spirits high, I, I think they can do well. Right. And I think you bring a good point is the, the leadership comes not only from the veterans like yourself, Corner and Ben, and, and, and the coaching staff, but really from, from the individual team leaders that, that stick out that, that are competing with them, alongside them, their teammates. And that's one of the aspects I liked about the rest program. It's a little bit of a peer amongst peers reflection education that uh, some of the wrestlers from Bent North that were at that rest camp said that they, they really liked that aspect of it, that it was um, the peers getting to know and kind of almost coach and, and mentor each other through those things as they go to get ready for battle. So, um, you know, that, that, that aspect may not be, you know, may, may be overlooked sometimes, but uh, not with great teams. You need to have great leaders. So, at least as we have you on the call, why don't you tell us what REST stands for and what it is? Oh, hello. <laughs> Wrestling Reflection Education Skills Training is REST. It's an acronym. It's a mat life integration process that empowers wrestlers mentally, um, equipping wrestlers to cross-train, if you will, their mat skills with their life skills for better performance on and off the mat. And where have you implemented this training in the past? And, and, and I know you've worked with some of our college wrestlers. And what have you seen as the results been? Well, we piloted REST at the University of Dubuque in 2010 to 2011 with seven wrestlers. And for those wrestlers, the results were evident. Um, grades went up, mental focus sharpened. They were self-aware. Coachability improved. Those who were involved in REST were more likely to take ownership of their performances on and off the mat and therefore were more coachable. By the second year, our numbers tripled with 20-plus wrestlers. The same results uh, were more intensified. We noticed that um, the wrestling team and room were beginning to feel a strong wave by those um, in rest compared to those not in rest. The difference was so evident to the wrestlers um, that the wrestlers encouraged you, um, John, to make it mandatory for the team next year. And I know you can probably speak more from your perspective on what you noticed um, as a follow-up here, but I'll just finish by saying that we are gearing up to work with more than 30 wrestlers next year as, in, as it's now required for the UD Wrestling incoming freshman and transfer students. John? Yeah, so that, that, uh, there's quite a bit of feedback from our college team, and I saw it with, with the wrestlers that I, I had made optional that they, they really – liked it so much that they say, Coach, you need to make this mandatory. And, and there's an aspect of the teammates understanding each other better that sometimes you can't just get through, you know, team socials. So it, it really, and it's an ongoing thing, not just, you know, one-time event. But talk about, this kind of confirmed that this weekend, this past weekend, Bettendorf High School was ranked was in the top ten in the nation and won the state title in Iowa. They were there, and we got so much positive feedback about the rest camp from them. And uh, that kind of confirmed what I had already thought about it. But what what did you get from feedback from, from that camp, from the Bent North wrestlers? I was really impressed. I knew that it was um, very helpful for college students. And I, and I believed it would be just as helpful for high school students. But I was so impressed that it was as helpful, if not more than I thought. It really, really impressed me so much that they caught on and it, it, it they ingested it really well. I have some some comments right here. We had uh, 20, uh, 20 wrestlers. We were maxed out at 20. We'll, we'll be maxed out at 85 uh, next year. Um, but uh, So Bettendorf got in and we got some Arcadia in. And then um, uh, some, one kid says here, I've always had the technique and strength, but I was always missing the mental side of wrestling. 
so I believe I will be uh, stronger mentally. Most helpful thing I found was that I can be as good as I want. There is no limit. Always, uh, there's always room to improve and learn. Another, being able to transfer my anger uh, matches to my shots. Uh, one kid said that he actually watched his, um, through the course of the camp, was able to learn how to take his anger and focus it in a very calm and focused way so that he was able to then um, take shots and be more confident on the mat and not get unraveled or um, uh, overwhelmed by his emotions. He was able to not suppress his emotions but manage and not control his emotions, but manage his emotions to actually make it work for him and his power. We have, I'll be able to get um, uh, ready for my matches, which help me warm up, um, not getting too emotional and keeping my composure, um, helps me to be open-minded, accept my faults, take responsibility, and manage my emotions. Um, there's every single wrestler said they want to come back um, if they can and or would, and uh, certainly um, Coach Knight said that, the, that he thought that this was probably the best team bonding camp out there as he watched his team grow so much closer over the four days, three nights that they were together. So we were very impressed with the results, um, and uh, yep. we're just very, very pleased. Yeah. Well, one of the things I noticed, too, is that those wrestlers, they did match analysis reflection on their teammates, and it almost developed their leadership skills because they ended up kind of coaching others, and I think it helped them learn more about themselves than when they did their own match analysis. Talk about, in wrestling, we often talk about the mental aspect of the sport, and this goes, you attack the mental side, but you also attack it from an aspect of team, uh, the team morale, team culture, where they're, they're, they're getting together in a group, and, and why is that so important to integrate into this rest program, how to, that it gets included in the training, why are you doing that? Um, well, you know, one of the things that we've talked about is story. Our story is so much a part of our motivation um, to grow and to set goals. Um, and what we do in the rest program is we tell our story right from the beginning. Who we believe we are and what we are capable of and who we believe we can become and overcome is an essential perspective for success. And every one of us have, has a story. However, we can walk around, you know, for years not listening to each other or even our own stories. And instead, we live in reaction and, and impulse rather than reflection. But knowing and telling our stories is the foundation of the REST program as it empowers wrestlers to get in touch with their wives. Um, of why they want to be the best and why they made those decisions and why they took those shots or didn't take those shots. And by hearing each other's stories, there's a threefold effect. One, they get to know their teammates and therefore tend to care more about their teammates, you know, to know them is to love them. Secondly, the process enables wrestlers um, to know as they listen where they are similar and where they are different. And therefore, finally, comes to a place where they're ready to be honest with themselves and each other going forward as we move into match analysis and the rest of the rest of the ring. So it's a really well, critical, you know, yeah, stories, team bonding is just really critical to the process. Right, too. And when you get your leaders, even like the Olympic team, as they get ready, Olympic team going out there, probably even more so at a high school level and a college level is, your teammates can affect the pre-match warm-up and, and the routine and culture of your teammates. So if they know what certain teammates need to get ready for their match, you know, um, they're actually going to be um, a better team. They're going to end up coaching each other. And, you know, one, you know, coaches know how sometimes they can't be involved in every match, wrestlers pre-match routine because they're coaching. So it actually kind of creates leaders, and it creates a culture for your team. So there's a lot of benefits to this program in the camp. And, you know, um, Dennis, you're you're out there working with Enrique. He's working on a mental routine um, out there with the, with the camp of Colorado Springs. Um, 
talk a little bit about you know what 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 do you see when you were kind of training the mental aspect and when you believe in it so so much so how did BG Hendricks and, and the mental routine help you? You know, I, I think the mental aspect of wrestling is just as important as, as a physical uh, aspect. Um, when you watch Olympic Games this summer, tell me if you see anybody that's fat and out of shape or looks like he's going to get killed. There's not going to be one guy out there that looks like he can't win the Olympic gold medal. The difference mm-hmm. between the guys that do and the guys that don't is the guys that do have a set plan they're focused, they're able to keep their composure, and that, that's the difference, you know, And in a nutshell. I mean, there ain't technically, they're all very similar, strength-wise very similar, you know, techniques may vary from athlete to athlete, but overall it's the guy with the best plan at the end of the day, the guy that stays focused. And, you know what, I, I was at seven world championships, three Olympics, I got three medals only. You know, the other seven, who knows if I could have better structure with my mental capacity, I believe I could have won more medals, you know. Um, There's just something about it. I don't know. I know that when I was at my best, I worked with B.V. Hendricks, you know, and, and that's why I believe in it, you know. I just know he had me thinking the right way. And he didn't allow doubt to creep into my mind. Mm-hmm. And B.C. Henry's got a lot of books out there I think are helpful for wrestlers to, to read and follow along. And, and uh, you know, sometimes if you want a personal coach or you want to incorporate this in your team, um, there's a lot of different people that can be involved. And hopefully, Dennis, you'll be able to offer this to others through the rest program or other opportunities like you're doing at that camp. I know you can offer kids a lot through that. So, Lise, um last few questions I had, who do you recommend wrestling and what benefits do you see them getting from it? Well, everyone who's a wrestler or has ever been a wrestler um, would benefit tremendously from it. We believe rest empowers wrestlers so that their sport work for them. By reflecting on your actions as a wrestler within your matches, um, you're afforded a unique window, a microcosm, if you will, of your thoughts and your actions, your reactions under pressure when confident, when not confident, And why is this important is because this information enables you to learn in real time um, what needs improving on and off the mat as a current wrestler. And enables former wrestlers to see the mental patterns uh, as well um, that may be still holding them up. Having this wealth of match information is a precious gift to every wrestler. And when you reflect upon it and use this information for your everyday life, well, that's priceless. Yeah, I saw from the camp, too, the wrestlers each round – they kind of would change things based on the match analysis. And we even asked them if they want to continue. And they said, yeah, we want to try another round to see if we can incorporate what we've learned. And the hunger and maturity that you saw from the, these high school wrestlers after you kind of empowered them through this was, was pretty impressive. So it, it, it was one of our favorite camps ever um, just to get the kids developing physically, mentally, and then socially as a team. And uh, it really seemed to develop them even on a just all levels, so that was that was awesome. And uh, how can people find out more about the rest program? Well, our site is under construction, um, so we're hoping it will be much better in the coming years. But uh, coming 
I'll say days <laughs> rather. Um, but if you go to uh, www.getsomerest, as in W-R-E-S-T, getsomerest.com, um, or you can call me at 888-W-R-E-N-W-A-A.org, um, and that would be 973 or go to getsomerest.com. You'll get more information. Okay. Well, thanks, Lee, and uh, <laughs> I know you're uh, – we thank you for your time, and uh, you were – we're, we were planning, I was planning on having you're my wife and go to the Olympics with me, but um, we decided that we'd let you rest since you are going to be having a baby and hopefully future wrestler, <laughs> but girl or boy. But uh, so, yeah, thanks for your time. Yes, thank thanks. you so much. Um, yeah, so, Dennis, just kind of going over, um, you know, on a team leadership standpoint, we got for the Greco staff, you said Johnson, Lewis, and did the other coach that they picked? Uh, coach Chandler. Chandler are the coaches. Yeah. And uh, Ben provisors for wrestling. And each athlete, uh, Ben just wants you to corner. How does the U.S. Olympic staff figure out who they're going to allow corner? Are they going to ask the I don't know. Out? I mean, you know, if, if I'm the coach, I'm going to – or if I'm the head guy at USA Wrestling, I'm going to try and figure out a way to get the guy that they're most comfortable in the corner, even if he's – you know, I I just think that, you know what, it, it's a coach that they feel most comfortable with is going to be the best situation for them. Yeah, and it seems like they've done that in your past Olympic teams. Is that correct? Uh, I mean, whoever I was comfortable with, I had in my corner pretty much. So did you have Johnny Johnson usually? No, Johnny wasn't at, uh, at the Olympics. He was down where I could had access to him. Okay. You know, I, I went with, uh, you know, Sean Lewis, Sean Rob Herman, I believe uh, Chandler, um, Tom Manko, you know, and it comes down to who, you, who you've been around a lot of camps and, you know, for me. Right. So I, One I of the things it comes I, down to the kids, to the athletes. Right. This is one benefit, I think, that could benefit the Olympic team is, you might have that coach, and he might have watched your matches and your videos and your style, but if you did the match analysis with that West program, he'd not only know what you were doing and also break down what you were thinking when you were doing it, they also find out why you were thinking that. And as you get ready for those big matches, that kind of coach in the corner puts you on par with the Russians who have maybe already known that because they have coached you. Since because they've dealt those, with that yeah, kid since they're 30 12, years. 10 years old. Exactly. Yeah, that's why I like this piece, especially on the college level. I got kids coming in from different backgrounds, from Japan to California to Iowa to Wisconsin, and so many different backgrounds that you need to know something, a lot of things about these kids. And you might think, oh, some things about them, but you don't know why they're thinking that when they're wrestling. And that's why I love this program, and that's why I had my wife on the call. I would not put her on the call if I would start with her. I agree. So, yep. So, so I really do believe it's just an outstanding thing that could, could help coaches understand athletes, help teammates understand teammates, and help them not only just become a better team, but perform at a higher level because yeah. those things will help you get rid of the weaknesses in your in your performance. So 
Um, we got USA coaches. We got Matt, Matt, uh, Manning is going to be obviously on the staff. John Smith and Roselli. They got Manning there with Burroughs. Probably sometimes they select the staff, but Roselli has um, Travell. Probably yeah. sometimes they select some of them because they know that they've worked with those athletes. But um, you're right. I mean, if this program, even when you were wrestling, you had Jonathan there because he knew you, and these other guys kind of knew your wrestling and your style, but if they could break the matches down with you before you go in there, because I think we talked about this even even the scouting report. It's not only important to scout your opponent, but it's also important to scout yourself. And if the coaches know your strengths and weaknesses physically and mentally, situations, exactly. Yeah, because we used like you said, when you come in, all the athletes are chilled, they're physically specimens, everybody's ready for combat in that mental part that can be huge. So I, I, I really, I really believe in this and I'm hoping that, uh, you know, at some point that some of those things get, get, uh, developed on our end with our, with our, with our programs, not only the police level, but hopefully even on that, on that higher level, Olympic level. But, and I'm sure the staff, they've already thought about most of those things, but, you know, they've got a lot on their plate as well. So it takes a total team effort. Maybe there's missing pieces, but, um, I'm sure we'll get some good, Good developments. Looks like uh, Russia had one of the top performances, obviously, in the last Olympics. But uh, we see Russia and Iran. Who else do you think, from a freestyle standpoint, what teams do you think, Dennis, are going to be competing outside of America? You know, um, you know, a lot of the Russian republics are, are tough. they got their good individuals. You know, in freestyle, you got Japan, Korea, you know, Oh, those teams too. I'm. It's freestyle. They got probably ten real solid countries. You know that will have to get honor. a lot of medals. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, Greco's a little bit different. You know, um, there's so many more countries that have good Greco programs, and overall, and I don't say that just because I wrestle Greco. I if you look at the medals from countries in Greco compared to freestyle, there's a lot more countries winning medals in Greco because of the depth of of each country. They're they're just uh oh I'm probably saying it wrong right now, but I, I think there's um you know, in Greco, you know, and I'm sure in freestyle that there's ten, fifteen guys that could win Olympic games, actually nineteen because nineteen are competing, but um, you know, you wrestle the world championships at Greco one weekend, you wrestle it the next weekend, and a lot of the medalists are going to change. I, I, I bet uh, a lot of money on that just because it just it's that tight of a group. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, you kind of, kind of talked about earlier, there's more countries wrestling Greco, and actually the first Olympics you believe was Greco. It wasn't, wasn't pretty yeah. you believe the history is longer, and I think Ray Burns was saying at the camp, he was saying that freestyle was kind of added a little bit more to appease the American style. But uh, so Greco has, yeah, countries like Sweden, you know, you, Norway. You got Sweden, Denmark, Finland, Finland, Norway. You know, you got a team like France that doesn't really have much for a freestyle team, but they got some good Greco wrestlers. Um, Poland doesn't have much for freestyle wrestlers that I know of. 
but they are traditionally a strong Greco-Roman team. You know, Romania, Hungary, um, Turkey, uh, Egypt, I don't know if they have a freestyle team, but they have two guys that could win Olympic gold medals this year in Greco. Wow. So it's well, a lot different. Exciting. And, uh, yeah, just uh, there's you say there's 19 in a, in a bracket. 19 competitors in a weight class. There might be in a few. There might be one extra just because of wild cars and things like that, I believe. Yeah, and some people might not realize that you got to qualify your weight as a country. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously we didn't qualify one of our weights in Greco-Roman wrestling at uh, 96 kilos, um, but uh, – is that correct? Ninety six, Justin. Justin yep, ninety six. Yeah. And uh, but the U.S. actually qualified more weights than any other country out of the women's, men's freestyle and Greco seventeen and eighteen weights. And it looks like they released Justin's weight at fifty six kilo, and Russia did not qualify that weight. But it has uh, it has quite a few uh, guys that are returning either world champs, like you said, this the the the, the period in that it looks like anybody could 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 win that. Exactly. So, uh, and the Iranian won the 2000 Worlds, and, uh, and I don't know if you've uh, followed some of the uh, 66 kilogram weight class, Dennis, but uh, what do you think Justin's chances are? Who is what fifth at Worlds 2011? Yeah, he's yeah. capable of winning the whole thing. Yeah, he's just going to have to be on mentally and and physically, and you know, have a good weight cut the night before and just uh, be ready for battle, you know, and mm-hmm. and I think with him, he's going to have to be relaxed and not uptight. It's his first Olympic Games, you know, he's just going to have to go out there and treat it like any other tournament and wrestle relaxed and, you know, but yet confident. Mm-hmm. Well, and I know you're going out there, uh, Sherry's going out there, I'll be going out there, um, and uh, for people that want to watch it, it's going to be on full it's going to be live streamed on NBCOlympics.com so they can be, and I believe all their matches they said they posted on the website will be yeah. available for the Olympics. So that's, that's awesome. Um, and yeah, one last thing, Dennis, when we're after this call, we'll make a call to Vinny Vespa and uh, Russell had a, well, a little bit of a brain cancer, I guess, would you say? And he's healing up. Sounds like he should be healed up completely by the end of August. So, uh, any other thoughts, Dennis, before we end this week's call? Nope, that's it. I'd just like to thank Defense Soap, our sponsor. They, uh, without them, it's hard to do these. But uh, thanks, Defense Soap. Keep up the good work. Yeah, thanks, Vince Conkey from Defense Soap. He's the one that uh, actually told me about Vinny, Vinny Vespa, and uh, thanks for uh, letting us know about that. And uh, thanks, guys, Seiko Defense Soap, for sponsoring the call. And uh, we'll look forward to catching up next week. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.